Hello, and welcome to the podcast about Transformers comics, toys, and everything in between. I'm Ox Prime, with my two co-hosts here. Hi, I'm CompuCharm. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. And today, we are here with our special guests. I'm Els. Spax. From the AfterSpark podcast. Awesome, thank you guys for being here today. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Moving on with our comic book discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers Back to the Future crossover. And spoiler warning out there for those of you who have not read it. So we highly recommend you go read it and then come back and listen to the podcast. Alright, let's get to it. Computron, do you mind giving us the fun facts? And Kilobyte, do you mind giving us the trivia? For the facts, there are a total of four comics. Uh, the first issue was released October 7th, 2020, while the fourth issue was released June 23rd, 2021. The writer for these comics was Kevin Scott, and the artists were Juan Samu and colors by David Garcia Cruz and Candace Han. Okay, so trivia. In issue one... Computron, Computron. It's me. Kilo's doing the trivia. Yeah, it's, me. it's me. Hey, man, that's okay. my that's my habit. <laughs> I know, it's right? usually still. I gotta, One or all. I gotta take it all. <laughs> okay, so now time for trivia. In issue one, catchphrases abound. Uh, Marty describes the New Hill Valley as heavy. Biff Tannen calls Marty a butthead. While his own hello, think McFly, think routine gets turned back on him by Starscream. And it's Gigawatt who gets to sling Doc's famous exclamation, Great Scott! Uh, Rumble compares the parking lot battle to the gladiator pits back home, uh, referencing the gladiatorial blood sports that have become a key part of Megatron's backstory in the last decade. Indeed, Rumble and Frenzy took part in these underground fights in the IDW Publishing's Megatron Origin comics. On page 7, issue 1, Optimus is missing his horns. Marty's escape from Starscream homage the chase scene in the first Back to the Future film where he escapes from the teenage Biff and his gang. Just like in that movie, Marty makes his getaway on a skateboard and hitches a ride on a passing truck. The chase ends when Gigawatt's arrival sends Starscream flying into an abandoned fertilizer building, continuing a running gag from the movies where the film's antagonist, Biff Tannen, in the first two, uh, his great-grandfather, Buford, in the third, gets covered in manure. In issue three, Marty compares shooting the Constructicons to Wild Gunmen, a video game he briefly played in Back to the Future's Part 2. Uh, in issue four... Whether as a result of IDW's ongoing scheduling problems or some kind of time travel misshape, the grand finale arrives a whooping five months late, three months after its already delayed third issue, with an average of three months between each issue. (laughs) This lends the series the inglorious reward of quite possibly the most delayed Transformers comic ever. Rough. Uh, And finally, usually Gigawatt's license plate is not the same as the out of time plate that appears in the film uh, and on his toy. It's instead uh, a made up plate that reads gigs. Fantastic. A lot of trivia in this one. <laughs> had a giggle. All I can think is like his work name tag that becomes his license plate or something. Right. <laughs> no, that's fun. It's awesome. Now, Al Specs, do you guys mind giving us a quick summary of the comics to the listeners? So we open at the end of the first movie, only this time with Rumble and Ravage watching both as Marty disappears into the past and when he arrives back in the present. Upon realizing that there is a time machine, Megatron orders Rumble to obtain it. Rumble and Ravage track 
Doc and Marty to the McFly residence, where Doc is dropping off Marty before absconding into the future and the start of the second movie. The two Kinseticons have an altercation with Bumblebee that results in Ravage's early demise and Rumble getting injured. Rumble, however, manages to escape to the future with Doc Brown, stowing away on the time machine in his cassette form. Rumble eventually steals the time machine himself and travels back to the past in order to prevent the Autobots from waking up. Then Marty McFly wakes to a very different world than the one he went to sleep in. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. What a way to get thrown into these comics. It feels very whiplash. And the first things I want to take note is there's a lot of heavy influences from the Back into the Future movies with like one small tiny change. Robots. <laughs> also, poor Ravage during the first couple pages. I know. Every time. <laughs> Every time. Just what a way to go. Mm-hmm. I, I, I saw that panel oh, and boy. I was thinking of Computron and I'm like, he must be very sad. <laughs> oh boy. Just gets ran over. My boy. And I'm also a huge fan of Starscream taking up Biff's lines from the movies. Like, it, it's very that was That was great. That was very perfect. I feel like if Transformers, uh, if you switch the characters instead of like being humans, it was always Transformers. I would think Starscream would always be Biff and that's it. Like if there were no humans involved and it was Transformers just going back in time and replaying the whole movie, but with Transformers, it's the perfect Transformer to have. Oh, are there any Back to the Future fans here? I love Back to the Future. It's one of the movies, like the movie series kind of along with Ghost busters that i grew up watching a lot of although weirdly enough we never owned this a copy of the second movie um so i'm like very very familiar with the first and third don't worry about the second one you're fun i mean it is so fun but but yeah i, I do think I, my favorite is probably still the first one i think i've only seen the first one i hadn't seen uh any of them until al showed them to me Dude, and that was disappointed. <laughs> oh, no. it took a long time so we got like midway through the second one and then had, I don't know, stuff came up and I didn't see the third one for like a few years. Yeah, that's I think fair. we finished it eventually. <laughs> what are your thoughts on Gigawatt, like his design and his overall personality? Uh, like him. Are you asking anyone in particular? <laughs> Just everyone in general. Um, I like his background. I like it was a little unique, but... To me, kind of like a generic personality. I'm sorry. That's fair. I, I'm really fond of, like, defecting characters, especially from, like, evil factions. And I don't feel like we get a ton of them. At least not ones that stick. Yeah, <laughs> In the right. case of, like, exactly. G1. And I do wish maybe he had been able to develop... They'd been able to develop his personality a little bit better. I liked what I saw, but I do agree that, like, he... Well... Being in the story wasn't so much the main focus in kind of the same way as with some of the other comics, I think. It really was a lot more, it felt like Marty's story more so because it was yeah. more focused on Marty. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I like I like his design. I know that the, they, they took the, the DeLorean from the movie and made it into a Transformer. So I feel like the, they did capture the, the true design of the vehicle in the movie but then you know gave it the twist and it, like every, how it transforms and how it all bends and everything i feel like it's very very good and like you can see the details with the flux capacitor and all of that and i do like his eyes because they look like the welding goggles it's my favorite part he has very expressive eyes yes 
but at some point Marty ends up going to 2015. Ah, a much simpler time, but not in this reality. <laughs> we get some rough looking Autobots. What are our thoughts about this situation and this scenario? Just the one where B had an eye patch. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then he suddenly sounds like a bad, patch. like you know, alternate future thing, <laughs> <laughs> right? And then Rodimus is there, right? Yep. And yeah. he had like Optimus's personality, which is kind of a little annoying. bit. I like I like the design. I like the the damage on them, and like B with the eye patch, and like we can still see chunks uh, missing. Like one panel with the eye patch, though, right? Just. <laughs> I think so. I think they they forgot to yeah, do it again. A- few are errors in this one but that's okay makes it funnier (laughs) i think one of my favorite things about this comic is that we find out rumble is kind of the mastermind behind everything in the sense that like he's the one that goes back in time and causes you know the decepticon uprising but also because he goes back in time there's two of them and i feel like this comic didn't want to deal with the paradox situation so they killed off one of them (laughs) Yes, <laughs> almost immediately. The one from the future. They're like, oh, there's two of us. How are we going to tell each other apart? And like Megatron's like, blam. <laughs> I do what I want. Problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> I, I laughed at that scene. <laughs> okay. It's like Rumble. This is, this is, no, man, keep your head down. <laughs> he's like, oh, he's become too smart. Better kill him first. I'm like, oh, Lordy. Yeah. He just painted himself blue. Uh, i am happy to see uh flame war in this comic i've noticed she's been popping up in more and more comics and media lately which is cool thank goodness i haven't seen her in like in anything else actually this is the first time i've seen flame war in a comic even though her role's like very minor in this one it was great like seeing her as a the background yeah that was very fun what's her thoughts on megatron uh the cape doesn't suit him (laughs) The cape? You don't like the cape? <laughs> no, it looks... Is it made out of plastic, basically? Or how many small mammals did they kill for this? <laughs> no one make a try. They probably kill all those mammals. <laughs> yes, but keeping them intact enough to skin them and then having, yeah. I don't know, skilled furriers, furriers in order to actually make a cape big enough for him. <laughs> Now I'm just imagining, like, he sent Rumble and Frenzy out with, like, I don't know, clubs, and they're just clubbing all these small <laughs> mammals to death, and that's how they got them all. Yeah, I was thinking, like, either that or, like, he made the humans do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was great. And uh, one of the themes I noticed in this comic, at least the first one, was like, oh, okay, that's cool, is the skateboard is a Transformer, and their name is Skills. <laughs> Walker just clocked them. <laughs> Back to the future, time travel, bringing everyone back to life. Considering there were so many deaths and so many, just let's bring everyone back. So, right. In the 80s like comics. With, with this perspective of the murders, Doc Brown is a psychopath. Mm-hmm. He killed the most out of everybody. It gave me it gave me Rick and Morty vibe. And I know Rick and Morty is based on Back to the Future, but it, like Doc yeah. felt felt very like bloodthirsty. <laughs> I'm like, this just feels very Rick-like unhinged very unhinged John <laughs> brown yeah like, yeah you would think because the back to the future doesn't really have really they really only have kind of the one big death not death thing i feel like um which is at the end of the second movie and kind of the arc of the third movie in a lot of ways so yeah it was weird like 
you don't really expect a lot of deaths here. It is it is not a uh, a movie series with a high kill count. <laughs> no, it's not. Which is why I did not expect any of it when it like appeared on the page. Yeah, I I saw them and I'm like, okay, they they're offline. But since I knew they had the power to try time travel, I'm like, they're just gonna fix it. Everybody's gonna come back, so I'm not too scared. <laughs> I do enjoy Rodimus's death. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. Uh, he I mean, he's, he stayed around longer than Ravage did. This is true. <laughs> my favorite characters almost always die. And this is like a running gag with my husband at this point. Like, oh, you like that character? It's gonna They're going to die. I'm like, probably. Oh, man. Uh, you, you and Killo, we've been reading the 2005 continuity. He's like, this character's really cool. And then the next, oh, no. next issue, they die. Yep, that's that's exactly the, the same thing that's been happening to me. Like, uh, uh, we read the ROM versus Transformers, and they have a Minicon in there. I'm like, oh, a Minicon, yes, I know that, but... And then they no. died in the next panel, and they're like, no. But bringing us back on topic, and this is a time travel thing, but there's a lot of time traveling happening at the end. Uh, I might have gotten confused. Does anyone want to try to explain what kind of happens there at the end? I can try. <laughs> okay, go for it. Okay, so they get the time machine, I mean Gigawatt, working again. They go back to the 80s to stop Rumble from waking up the cons and killing all the Autobots. So they fix that, and then, if memory serves, basically they use the time machine to go back, or go to... I can't remember if they go to the present first and then the future, or if they go to the future and then the present. But essentially we get, you know, to find out what happened with the Autobots after all this. And Gigawatt's okay. And Biff is now their mechanic for some reason. Fine, I guess. <laughs> I'm like, not what I would have gone with, but all right. Oh, I guess he does know about Energon after having to work for Rumble for so long. And then basically I know it ends with the present and Marty driving the truck. Yep. I think that's I think that's spot on. I have a question because it kind of threw me off a little bit. So you remember when Rumble came in to wake up uh, the Decepticons, and so they he wakes up the Decepticons and Decepticons go over to kill the Autobots because the Autobots were still like taken apart. So my question was: Is were both the Autobots and Decepticons in the same building? Yes. Because they were on the Ark when it crashed and uh, the Nemesis, or whatever the Decepticon ship is called, landed in, like, South America. If they're going with the same continuity from the comic, or the cartoons. Right, right. Yeah, it seems which like would... that's the route they're going for. Okay. Yeah, that would be my assumption. That's the only, I think, origin I'm aware of where they're both, they both crashed on the Ark, unless the Marvel comics did it too, which it might have. I'm pretty sure they both crashed on the Ark, because the Decepticons boarded and... The Decepticon ship ended up somewhere else, and I think the Insecticons ended up in an escape pod, and then they ended up in Bali. <laughs> we ended up a lot of places. <laughs> <laughs> Though I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've read the Marvel comics. So my last note is I want to talk about that the ending teaser with Barney's new truck. Um, you know, the one that's the Decepticon. And it feels yeah. like they're trying to hint at for a sequel with the amount of delays this one got and, you know, current world environment. I don't think that's going to happen. What are your thoughts? Well, I Especially mean, not with good. Yeah, they're losing uh, the license, aren't they? That's I yeah. think that's what Alice was going to say. 
Right. Yeah, I'm like, I don't even think they have time to come out with a sequel, which is very disappointing, actually. I would have loved a sequel. Maybe if they go back to the future, they can do that. I was going to say, <laughs> given the exponential curve, I think we got about five years. <laughs> Are there any other notes? Does anyone want to talk about anything else? I know we did a bunch of jumping back and forth, but I'm cool with if we, if we want to keep going back and forth. I mean, this is Back to the Future, after all. <laughs> Soundwave is only in there for, like, a page. Yeah. Big Treason, sad. I tell you. <laughs> His boy got more screen time than he did. His two boys. <laughs> His two boys, yeah. yeah man. One of whom, uh, well, technically three of them, considering there's two rumbles at one point. <laughs> right. Oh, true. Except for one of them also got ran over. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Was apparently a fragile tape. Gosh. Soundwave didn't get to be in there very much and his babies got killed. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> Stop it! I do like that they put in uh, a little Easter egg with uh, Spike's uh, suit from the G1 cartoon and they gave it to, to Biff. It was funny. I thought that was a pretty cool nod. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Like, I wonder if the Decepticons found that technology or they reinvented it through this alternative reality. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, skills being the second skateboard uh, transformer, considering um, Grinder in Armada. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish they would have, with the toy of Gigawatt, I wish they would have put skills in there like a minicon. That would have been cool. been cool. That would have been neat. That would have been awesome. I do like the symbol on his chest, though. Like, it was really cool. The Don't flux you, capacitor? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The flex capacitor. Don't you have uh, gigs? As a toy? I do, yes. Yes, I do. I, I got it as a gift from a friend. So, And I really like it. I was excited to read the comic just so I could know more about him. Oh, I'm about to get it as a gift from a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lock my doors. All right. Well, if there are no more bullet points we want to talk about, let's talk about Rodstar rating. I'll go ahead and go first. I'll give this one probably a three and a half. I feel like it was... It was good. It's very reminiscent of the Back into the Future, and I really like the art style of this one. Who would like to go next? I can I can go next. I'll give it a four. It had a blast, and I know there's a couple of loopholes and everything, but the art really was vibrant, and like I could see, like it made everything feel like alive and everything. And I really like gigs and skills. Yeah, I'll bounce off of that. I really love the art. Um, I really loved the plot. I, I love the plot. Um, you know, there were, like we said, a lot of loopholes, but I'm going to kind of join with uh, Onyx and say 3.5. I'd say maybe um, three for me, because unfortunately Doc's crazy eyes or intense <laughs> eyes are just, they're a lot. <laughs> the murder eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it works for Doc Brown, the uh, Christopher Lloyd, right? Uh, the oh, actor. Yeah. But it's just with static art it just doesn't work as well <laughs> look like a serial killer it doesn't have the life that the actor brings to it so yeah the static serial killer eyes <laughs> I, I like how vibrant the transformers are and expressive it's a lot better than um some of the art in the mainstream comics <laughs> yeah that's yeah. true that's, that's true <laughs> that is true 
So I'd probably give it a four. I did like the art and, you know, there's always kind of this fine line. I feel like Transformers artists need to have of like the robots still having that kind of rigid structure, but still being able to be expressive. And I, I do feel like they handled that really well. Mm -hmm. uh, some of the humans were not drawn the best to, to Echo Specs. Uh, Doc Brown definitely had murder eyes. Um, I don't think it bothered me quite as much, but yeah, it was definitely a thing that was in there. <laughs> I, I liked all the characters. I know I we you know talked about Gigawatt maybe didn't get as much development, but one of them we saw I did quite enjoy, and I thought you know they did a good job staying in character with Marty and with Doc, even if that meant Marty was blindly charging off and doing really dumb things periodically. But He's yeah, a 1980s it, protagonist. <laughs> I don't know what I expected. <laughs> but yeah. Leroy! <laughs> Pretty much. I honestly am really sad that like there's no way we're gonna get a sequel with IDW losing yeah. the license because it, it's a really fun idea and I think that there could be more that would get that we could you could do with it from a storytelling perspective and I'm sad we're not gonna get that. Yeah, you can make at least two more sequels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I'm just imagining Autobots in the old west. Oh yeah, that's where my head went too. Like are we gonna get a horse transformer? <laughs> no, you'd end it, it up with train. locomotives. Oh no. That's true. It would be um um trains. Hearts of Hearts of Steel sequel. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, true. that's what I was trying to remember. They totally would turn that train into a transformer. <laughs> yep. They turned everything else into one. Right? Megatron is a, a period gun. <laughs> I like it. What, do you have the mass now. shifting or not? It would have to go with yes. Awesome. Owls, Bex, thank you so much for joining us today. Where can listeners find you? And listen to your podcast. You can find us on Tumblr as AfterSpark-Podcast or on Twitter as AfterSparkPod. There's a bunch of other places you can find us too by searching just AfterSparkPodcast. Like iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube. You can also find more social media links and more places to find us on our Tumblr. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. And listeners, we'll put those in the details or on the screen, however you're listening to this. And if you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. We hope you all are staying safe out there. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you, Alice and Specs, for joining us today. Till all are one. Till all, all are, are one. one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar if you are interested in more content. Try checking out the spinoff D&D Transform and Rollout Rise of the World Killers. Let's tune in for a preview now. She gives you a wink. <laughs> oh, I do. Oh. I wink back. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna, gonna keep this pager so I can reach you quicker. I was counting on that. Good. <laughs> I chuckle and I turn. I ship it. <laughs> <laughs> now kiss. <laughs> exhilarating there is also a youtube channel with bonus content link will be provided below and transmission